0: It is a big money mystery. Where is Greg Martell? Now Martell is a mortgage broker who was based in Victoria, but is now a wanted man with hundreds of millions of dollars missing and hundreds of investors who may have been victim to a Ponzi scheme. So how did this happen? How did he get away? Well, there's been fascinating coverage of this uh, with Gordon Hoekstra, who's investigative reporter for the Vancouver Sun. You can check out his work at VancouverSun.com and he joins us now to talk about it. Gordon, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks, to me. Good morning.
0: What do we know about where Greg Martel is right now?
1: Well, the last of his known whereabouts was in Thailand. Uh, that's known through some court proceedings in which he became involved with one of his investors. And, they, and that investor uh, kind of cut a side deal with him and uh and ended up with one of his properties in las vegas but as a result of that uh it's purported that he was uh sort of got caught there when his visa was ending and then after whatever transactions happened with his investor that he uh, he left after that so that was i think back at the end of august or so so that's the last known whereabouts of, of him
0: okay so when did suspicions first start to get raised that there was something weird going on here with the money
1: uh, that took place probably in the fall of 2022 when, when investors started to, uh, who had asked, you know, either for their money back or were expecting, uh, you know, interest payments. And uh, they were sort of late in coming and then they started to get nervous. And then, of course, you know, people want their, then they want their principal back. And, you know, that that sort of went on for a while. And I I guess he was telling them that they were going to get their money, they were going to get their money. And some people didn't. And so then people eventually launched uh, some civil suits, you know, to get get their money back. That would have been in I think the earliest one was in February of 2023. And then a bunch happened after that in the spring.
0: So how much money are we talking about here and how many people?
1: Right now, uh, there's, I mean, more than 800, I think near, near 900, uh, that have claims into the receiver of, uh, I think it's $312 million missing.
0: Wow. That's a lot of money. How did it get to this point, Gordon? Like in your investigations here, were there any concerns ever raised about this kind of the work that was being done?
1: Uh, you know that's that's a really good question. It seems like until the fall uh it doesn't look like it you know if if people had concerns they they certainly didn't raise that you know publicly through some forum like like the courts or a regulator i mean I mean this is an alleged Ponzi scheme at this point, but in Ponzi schemes that that's you know that's what happens is that until they, you have to have you know m- enough money coming in to, to keep the money rolling out, you know at, at least in some form, and either in, in your interest payments or your or your returns or whatever. But as soon as that kind of the tap turns off or it doesn't, there's not enough money flowing in, it kind of collapses suddenly because people become aware all of a sudden what's going on. I mean that's what took place, you know, in the very famous Madoff scheme of and course. in other schemes
0: yeah exactly. So what do we know about um, Greg Martel's kind of lifestyle that he was living?
1: Uh, you know, according to the receiver and you know and, and others who have some knowledge, you know uh, you know he was living a pretty high lifestyle. you know uh, you know he had you know, owned a number of expensive properties, uh, apparently he was flying you know by private jet between where he was living in the in the, in the in the Newport Beach area, which is just south of l a. Uh, you know, driving fancy cars, going out to, uh, you know, high-end events and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, he owned this one house in sort of north of the uh, San Diego area, you know, at one point that had, you know, like an infinity pool and this, you know, like this incredible view of the of the valley. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, separate chef's quarters and all that kind of thing.
0: Okay, that all sounds very, very fancy. So, as a result of of, the world review writing about this, Gordon, have you heard from people who feel like their their money was stolen here?
1: Yeah, no, I have heard from some people. I mean, I mean, in these in these cases, I mean, generally people are are loath to speak, you know, about what happened because, of course, they they feel uh, like they've been taken, and, it, and it's a very assaulting thing. And and people have lost significant. Some people have lost significant amounts of money, but I mean, it, it, you know, it seems like you know, as in all of these things, in the beginning, like people were getting some returns, and so. Uh, as far as they were concerned, it seemed it seemed like a legitimate investment, you know. And so, until, uh, uh, but they, of course, they now they they're shocked and they are they are you know trying to do everything in their power to get their money back. You know, I mean, the the receiver is trying to track the money down, but as of yet, you know, there there isn't much to show for it. There's a few properties that are mortgaged. They haven't found any. You know, there's lot many bank accounts, but they haven't found much money. And this, so, uh, this was a
0: guy, according to your reporting too, who was you know got a lot of accolades, right? Was getting lauded, winning awards, and you you went through a lot of court records. that paints quite a picture of him.
1: Yeah, no, he you know certainly it seems like ha- you know one of those you know stories where he started in the kind of got involved in the in the, in the I guess what you would call it, g- generally the financial world, and he, I think he worked in in banking for a little while, and then he worked for a mortgage brokerage, started his own firm you know, was, you know, named as, you know, best newcomer in, in, the, in the mortgage world in Canada, I think in 2009. You know, it seemed like he was doing a good business, you know, I mean, apparently he had a number of offices. And, you know, he was, you know, giving coaching courses and mortgages. You know, at some point, it seems like, you know, he, he started thinking about sort of getting involved in sort of like tech startups and trying to sort of shift his business into sort of some kind of a uh, you know, a bigger thing, and uh, and, uh, and eventually moved to California, and launched a mortgage brokerage business there, and then and then and started a sort of a car sharing, uh, a tech app, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I guess we'll if once we, if we can find out what happened to the money, then we'll know how much of it went there and how much of it was spent elsewhere.
0: But you just said, like, and, and your reporting was showing that the receiver doesn't even know where the money is. Like, there is no sign of the money.
1: Well, they they have you don't know, have they have bank accounts. And they have to, you know, they have to get, you know, they have to investigate all those, and you have to go through certain procedures to get access to that information. Um, but I mean, there are there are new, he has numerous companies he started, like I don't know, something like nine or ten at least. There's probably there could be more, and so you have to track all that money. Um, and so far, you know, that's just a whole process to sort of check where things went and, and, and what happened to it. So. Until they do that, they're not going to have a clear idea if there's any possibility that there is any money left over or where it went.
0: Wow, what a mystery. Great piece, though, Gordon. Thanks so much for talking to us about it this morning.
1: Okay, thanks, Siri.
0: Appreciate that. Gordon Hoekstra is an investigative reporter for the Vancouver Sun. You can read his piece uh, about... Uh, Greg Martell, who was a mortgage broker and who's now, I guess, on the run, has gone missing. Yeah, but so is about $300 million of clients' money. At least that's what the clients say. And they don't know what they're going to get back. If anything, it does sound at this point like some kind of alleged Ponzi scheme, as Gordon pointed out. Anyway, read all about it, and we'll certainly keep you updated on that. And also, a lot of people lost money, too. If you've had that happen to you, let us know. Simi at cknw.com.